Welcome to the Goddess Ceremony Podcast, your space to find empowerment and wisdom on your journey. We talk about it all, sacred women's wisdom, empowered entrepreneurship, and everything you never learned about your body in one inspiring space. I'm your host, Cassandra Wilder. Let's dive in. Welcome back to the Goddess Ceremony Podcast. I'm so grateful you are tuning in this week, and it's a special day because I've brought my partner back onto the podcast. He's like the new regular. Do you feel special? I feel privileged is the word for it. (laughs) That's what I would say. Good, good. You are the only man to ever be on the podcast, so it is a privilege indeed. Yes, it is. (laughs) And we're excited this week to answer some of your previous questions. If you haven't heard our first two episodes together, you can scroll back over the last couple months. But we took your questions on Instagram, and so we'll be answering some of those today, and they're really good. They're from, they range from what should we tell our partner when we're menstruating to let them know what we need. How do you know when you've met the one? Is it possible to evolve and change while in a relationship? We got some really good questions. Oh, yeah. No, they're fantastic. And it's going to be great to be able to share the answers and kind of our thoughts on these. Yeah, definitely. So we've been going through some changes recently. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just just a couple. Eh, Just a few. (laughs) Yeah, in case you don't follow me on Instagram, then you may not know that we moved in the last week, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, into a beautiful, beautiful home. Yeah. So we moved in together into a new place together. And yeah, it's like you don't realize how much crap you own until... You have to box it all up and move it. And then you have boxes in your hallway for a week that you Mm -hmm. trip on and they annoy you. And then you can't find the little things that you're looking for, which... By the way, so yesterday we were trying to hang our shower curtain because Mm -hmm. Robert is uh, amazing and was fixing our drain and basically our whole bathroom situation was a mess. It was a mess. Um, And I knew I had shower rings somewhere. So, of course, some random little thing that you need. But Mm -hmm. um, anyway, I couldn't find them yesterday. We had to go to Home Depot to get some. And I wanted to let you know I did find them today. (laughs) So now now we have extras. I told you. It's it's Murphy's Law. As soon as you buy something to replace it, you're going to find it. I don't know if that's Murphy's Law exactly, but yes. So if they ever break, I have backups. Good. <laughs> Just extra support for our current one. Exactly. So it's been fun. We've been enjoying our new house together. We have this big, beautiful yard. We had our hardwood floors refinished in the living room. And yeah, it's beautiful and full of a lot of plants. Yes, and lots of salt lamps. More <laughs> salt lamps than I, thought, than I thought anyone should own. There's only two. I didn't know they were a thing. Oh my gosh! Well, all the <laughs> negative ions are being are being replenished through mm. the home. So you're welcome. Thank you. You're very welcome. Feels so good. <laughs> so it's been really good over here. And how do you feel? You ready to dive into these questions? Yeah, a little. Uh, you know, I guess we'll see what kind of comes out of it because there's a couple we haven't even discussed. Uh, we haven't even gone over or prepped for, so we'll kind of see how the discussion goes. That's the thing. I I like to just dive in and have a conversation around it. So yeah. I hope y'all are ready. Well, the first question that really stood out to me that someone asked on Instagram in terms of having a healthy relationship and finding that union or that balance between the feminine and masculine is how do we communicate to our partner what we actually need during our menstrual time? And I love this question because there needs to be more conversation around this. 
maybe you can attest to this, but mm. I think a lot of men, but really a lot of people in general, just don't learn anything about cycles. And so it becomes taboo. It becomes kind of a, yeah. a weird thing you don't talk about. And so most people just don't know how to support themselves on their cycles, let alone someone else. Yeah. And I think you felt that too. I think you said that it was never talked about. Oh no! Growing up, absolutely. As a as a guy or as a kid growing up, you you don't hear about it. Nobody talks about it. It's right. it's just like you said, a taboo subject that you know is is just whispered about in back corners, <laughs> basically. Exactly. And uh, so yeah, coming into a relationship with the menstruation queen herself, <laughs> it was it was a lot to adjust to. How is that? And not not in so much in like. Um, in a way where it's like, oh, this is a huge adjustment for me. But it's like, oh, this is normal. This is okay. Why do I have like this hesitancy or these, you know, this this idea behind it that, that we shouldn't talk about this? Mm-hmm. And I had to address some of those within, my, you know, myself. And then we talked about it quite a bit because, you know, on our first couple of dates, we talked a lot about your work and I asked you a lot of questions about what you did and how you did it and you right. know kind of how that works and it was really interesting but yeah. you know had to address a lot of things for myself of being like oh, okay this this is okay and mm-hmm. I think through that it kind of helped me get to the point of being like oh okay so this is this is something that's special this is something that's unique and should be honored and should be kind of uh, looked at as as you know, being more than it is now. Right. It's funny that you say all this because I haven't actually heard you tell me this before. (laughs) And um, it's funny because I remember being very vague about what I did for Mm -hmm. work, but you kept asking questions. You wanted to know more. That's all I do. You were not happy with very vague responses. You kept digging. And so I was like, well, if it scares them away, so be it. I guess so. (laughs) It's so funny. Yeah, well, I love that you did all that internal work without me even Mm. knowing to understand why is it a taboo thing and what are my own preconceived notions around Mm. it. And I love that you were open and willing to shift those a bit so that it could be something easier to embrace. Oh, of course. I don't think I don't think I could have gotten away without embracing it with you. I think it was kind of a like... Oh, I'm such a nice person. (laughs) Yeah, but eventually it would have come to be like, hey, this is kind of a big part of your life, so, you know. When I tell you it's my luteal phase, I need you to know what that means. I'm getting there. <laughs> you I, are. I almost have a tracking app on my phone. Yeah, I'm surprised we haven't done that yet. Yet? So that you could be like, ooh, day 25, I should buy roses. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and this day, chocolate. There should be an app like that, right? Yeah. A reminder app for guys like, oh. hey, this is this is where she is on her cycle. Dude, Buy this. This is a million dollar idea. So if anyone is listening that happens to be a, uh, an app developer. Pat Penny. <laughs> yeah, we have dibs. And also <laughs> send us an email and we can uh, we can talk about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pat and Penny. <laughs> anyway, back to our question. So in terms of communicating, I, I'll answer from the feminine side. I think that. Being open with your partner about your cycle is a really powerful experience. And even if it's very new to them, by talking about it, we demystify it. We make it so that it's no longer taboo. And I think it's less about what we say and how we say it. So if we come to them and say, this is really important to me, I'm learning how to honor myself so that I feel better, Mm -hmm. so that I have X um, goal in mind, 
would you mind supporting me in that? And mm-hmm. by support, I mean giving me space during my cycle or being extra patient with me if I'm a bit um, emotional or sensitive and just remembering that that might be just part of what comes up during that time. Mm-hmm. I think most people would respond really well to that. Yeah, I think also being upfront and, you know, talking about it openly and, you know, letting them know your, your expectations or your desires mm-hmm. through your cycle is it's very important because otherwise, you know, as guys, you don't have that understanding. You don't have the understanding that this is unique, this is special, because I think a lot of times um, a lot of men have the, the kind of view that, that women are just, you know, just like men and we go through yes. the same... We go through the same cycles and we feel the same all the time and it's just not true. And you don't know that until you've been introduced to that or you've been you've had an open discussion about what that's like. Yes. Understanding there's there's different types of support. Yes. You just hit on something so key. We were talking about this earlier. I love that you and I talk about this stuff in our own personal lives. But yeah, there's an idea that as men, you know, you're so constant and Mm -hmm. you do have the same surge of testosterone every day and you mirror a circadian rhythm beautifully. But women don't do that. We're changing throughout the month. We run primarily in our infradian rhythm during our reproductive years. And if all this is fascinating and you also don't really know what I'm talking about, you're going to want to get on the waiting list for Period Reboot, where I teach you the exact way to balance your period and get healthy hormones. The link is in the show notes. So with that being said, yes, you're so right. There is this idea that we're all running on the same rhythm, and that's so not true. And I think if more women could tap into the beauty of how their body works, it would be a very different world. And if there was an awareness from men that our bodies are different, we don't need to show up 100% every day. It's okay to be sensitive sometimes. Mm -hmm. Wow, how different would that be? Yeah. So... I think we kind of answered that question. Yeah, I would say just, you know, communicate and, you know, be open about what you feel, what you need. And mm-hmm. for guys to understand that, hey, it's it's going to change day to day. It's not going to be the same and mm-hmm. there shouldn't be consistency. That's not, that's not how it, you know, operates. That's the beauty of the feminine. It's yeah. the mystery. It's the change. Mm-hmm. Literally. We are the moon. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> The next question I really loved, we're planning on doing a whole episode on sacred sexuality and what we call red light, green light. Mm -hmm. So it's learning how to honor the differences that feminine bodied people versus masculine bodied people would have in how they connect on an intimate level, the basic needs of both of these sides. It's going to be a really juicy episode, everything intimacy and sex in a sacred way. But this question was, when it comes to intimacy, what should you do if you have different sex drives? So what I'm guessing this person is saying is one person wants it maybe more than the other or mm. have, has a different idea in mind of what that's supposed to look like. Right. Yeah. And I'm kind of curious to hear your side of this and, and what your thoughts on this are, because it's not necessarily something that we've had a lot of conflict in. I know a lot of people have. Mm-hmm. You know, especially in their, you know, relationships or long-term relationships where, you know, it kind of seems to ebb and flow. So I'd be interested to see what you have to say. <laughs> nice pass off. <laughs> yeah, I have a lot of thoughts about this. We tend to think that people have different sex drives and honestly, everyone has a different sex drive. So there's no such thing necessarily as two people having the exact same and every person's sex drive or, or desire for intimacy is going to change and fluctuate. So mm. Um, I think there's a 
we have a belief around different sex drives as being inherently bad and there's nothing wrong with that, but it is learning the communication style we need to uncover how we can pair them as best as possible. So I think you and I talked about this briefly before we hit record, but for example, if one person wants to be intimate a lot more than the other, I think it's less typically about the general drive and it's more so about the deeper layer to it. So Mm -hmm. understanding the intentions behind it and the red lights and the green lights, what Mm -hmm. things make someone want to do that more and what things are going to turn them off from it. Um, so for example, if one person likes to rush the process mm-hmm. or likes maybe more of the quickie <laughs> or mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it, and the other person really values foreplay and taking a lot of time right. and, and really connecting, we can see how that could be boiled down to different sex drives. But mm-hmm. in reality, it's just one person's looking for more of something than the other. Mm-hmm. And I, I think also, too, there has to be some type of balance struck between between both people and understanding that hey um especially for guys like this is you know this isn't maybe as necessarily as important as a lot of guys put um you know put behind it it's it's something that's you know if somebody's not feeling up to is not feeling that connection that it may be something to take a step back from not get upset about and just kind of sit and think about it and communicate about it I like that. Yeah, because I think it's usually deeper than that. It's not just we don't want to connect in that way. It's Mm -hmm. maybe we don't feel connected. We don't feel seen. Mm -hmm. Something happened earlier. And that by by addressing that, then I think the intimacy will be easy. Right. And I I think it does come a lot of this comes down to just communicating because you can't can't read minds, obviously. You can't. No. You know, I've been trying. (laughs) but It's just it is not coming to me. So I think you know, communicating like, Hey, I'm not, you know, I'm not in the mood or I'm not feeling this, or I feel this way, which is making me, you know, not feel attractive or what, whatever the case may be. And it happens to the guys a lot too. It's, you know, Hey, something bad happened at work or I'm thinking about this Mm -hmm. or, you know, I feel, you know, X, Y, or Z about, you know, whatever's going on and just communicating that so that, there isn't this unmet expectation of, oh, you know, I thought we were going to be intimate. I thought that we were really close right now. And yeah. we obviously weren't. And now my feelings are hurt. And right. Instead, now we feel rejected. Exactly. And, there's yeah, that rejection. And a lot of people feel that because there's just not that communication. There's not that, you know, open line to say, hey, I'm feeling kind of bad. I don't, you know, I don't want to be intimate. I kind of just want to be close to you. Mm-hmm. And that's enough. Mm. Well said. Very well said. So you can all look forward to our red light, green light episode. If you are excited for that, send me a message on Instagram at menstruation queen and let me know. I've gotten so many funny messages where literally all they say is red light, green light. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess that means that they <laughs> all right. that they want the episode. Noted. So yeah, that's just giving us more momentum to sit down and really hash out that whole episode. Yes. Uh, Another fun question we got was, how did we manifest each other? And I've done a few really good podcast episodes on manifestation and the exact how-to, but essentially that's how do you call in or attract the things you want. So how did you manifest me? Oh, we're going to turn around and put it on me, huh? Yeah, your turn. Okay. (laughs) So, you know, manifesting is something I hadn't heard about until after I had met you. And, you know, it wasn't necessarily something that was spoken about in the 
kind of circles and the kind of you know discussions that I was in, but it was already something I was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, it was for me. It was you know having that clarity about what I wanted, and then deciding that this is this is what I want, and I'm not going to compromise about it. And look for that, and be very intentional with with what I'm looking for. And it was I may not have had a perfect image of you know what you looked like or you know how we would meet and I didn't have all these you know preconceived notions about how everything's going to be perfect and it was you know I want somebody who's funny and a little goofy and you know is extremely intelligent and is very driven and gorgeous and very affectionate and it was it was something I didn't compromise on and something I wasn't going to. And just talking with people and, you know, getting a feel for other people, you can kind of see like, oh, you know, that's, you know, this isn't quite what I'm looking for, or, you know. And then, you know, having that, having that uh, clarity um, really helped in that. Yeah. I, I love how you shared you manifested without even knowing what that was because everything in our life is a manifestation simply the energy we embody when we wake up in the morning in a way has a ripple effect to the rest of the day. So it's so true what you're saying. And I love that you had that clarity that you knew you wouldn't compromise and that you wouldn't settle. Um, I think that is something that comes from huge growth because when we're operating in our wounded states, we're in more of that scarcity and more of that. I'll take whatever I can get. And if, Mm -hmm. even if it's not that good, I'll just stay in it because I don't know if I'll get something better. Right. And we've all been there (laughs) where we stay in something, even though we know it's not very healthy Mm -hmm. and that certainly there's a lot of issues at the core. So I'm really glad that you didn't compromise. No, me too. I'm very happy (laughs) I didn't because I mean, imagine where we would be now if that were the case. Not here, not in our house. Would have missed each other again. 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 You kept, you kept falling behind you kept not Mm -hmm. finding me hey okay maybe you were the one who was ahead (laughs) oh i love that and yeah i'm gonna mirror exactly what you said it was getting the clarity of what i wanted and again knowing that i would not compromise and it was also really focusing on the feeling i wanted to have when i was with my person Because I think I shared this with you yesterday. Of course, we're unpacking and I like to write in journals because mm. I, I think it's fun to be able to reflect back on how you were feeling or those little mundane things you forget about inevitably over time. And I opened up one of my journals that I found while I was unpacking and it was from like two years ago. And I had just gone on a date and I was writing about that idea of like, is this how it's supposed to be where there's just no spark and no chemistry where it's like enjoyable, but there's no feeling behind it. So I was... Mm kind of pining over the idea of I don't even remember what it feels like to really feel that magic. Mm-hmm. And so it brought a smile to my face now being like, oh, little Cassandra two <laughs> years ago, you just didn't know. You did not know what was coming your way. Mm. And that was really sweet. So I really focused on that feeling I wanted to have and that that feeling would tell me that mm. I'd found my person. It's good. Mm-hmm. It was good. So... Okay, to the next question. Someone asked, how did we know that we'd met the one? I'm going to pass this one to you. Oh, geez. How do you think, how do you, think you knew? <laughs> Just going to pass that right off. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Hmm, how did I know? Well, there was that magic. There was that chemistry. Um, there was the feeling that I'd known you before. And that's another really important thing. I think when you meet someone really important in your life, you often feel that way because maybe in another reality or dimension or lifetime or whatever word you want to attach to it, perhaps there was a merging of souls before. Mm -hmm. And I felt like I'd known you forever. I felt so comfortable with you. I felt so at peace. I felt such, yeah, like magnetism and chemistry when you would touch me or... Mm -hmm. I remember feeling like I'd never felt that before. And then that knowing just came like, oh, this is that feeling people talk about when they're mm. like, I just knew on the second date or whatever. And I never used to believe that. I thought that was such a such a lie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you talk about just having that that chemistry and that magnetism and just it kind of comes to you and you have that feeling of, oh, this is what it is. I mean, I had that same that same feeling of feeling like I had known you and that our conversation came so easily and there wasn't any like fear, there wasn't any shame or anything like that. It was just this is comfortable, this is home and I feel at home with this person. I feel comfortable with them. Mm-hmm. And you know, I think I had told you it was on it was on our second date. And I was just like, "Oh, this she's the one." Oh my gosh. That's that was that was a lot that was a realization um for me and you know of course never had felt that before didn't even know that was a thing (laughs) and had to do a lot of evaluation of just like that can't be right (laughs) no that can't be right like there's something else going on and did a lot of like soul searching and did a lot of like you know like in-depth like thinking and processing and soul searching over it and yeah came to the conclusion like okay this this is how it should feel I can't imagine my life without her. And it's mm. it came to that point of like, okay, this is what I feel and there's nothing wrong with that. And, mm. you know, kind of having that, uh, that perspective of like, this is okay, this is fine. And other people may look at it from the outside and go like, well, that's a little, that's a little fast. It's a little odd, but mm-hmm. knowing that it was, it was okay, it was good, it was healthy. As they say, when you know, you know exactly exactly very sweet thank you for sharing that uh let's move into the next question because it was a really good one someone asked if it's actually possible to evolve and grow personally while you're in a relationship or do you have to leave a relationship to have that space to really change and I really resonate with what this person is saying because years ago I left a long-term relationship to do just this the deep healing work and for me I did have to leave that relationship to do it but is that necessary I, I would say if you have the right relationship if you are in a good healthy relationship that encourages that growth then you can grow more than you would outside of yourself because not only do you have the support and the love and the affection of somebody else, but you know you, you have that support. You have somebody else to come alongside you and give you that little boost. And I know a lot of people go outside of relationships and they, you know, after they break up, they go through like a period of, 
you know, growing and trying to figure out who they are again. And through that, they, you know, they explore more of their interests. They explore more of who they are. And I think we've all done that. And I think to a point that is healthy, kind of breaking away from who they were with that person and rediscovering who they are now. Um, but I feel like in a good relationship, a good, healthy relationship, you can do that probably more effectively. Mm-hmm. I like how you preface that with if you're in the right relationship, because mm-hmm. not all relationships like change. Right. Sometimes we can feel like we outgrow someone where we're evolving and we're wanting to put in the, the effort into our personal growth and mm-hmm. we're wanting to upgrade our mindset or change our beliefs or look a little deeper at the things that we've just taken as truth. Mm-hmm. And the other person doesn't always like that. And so I agree with you. If we're in the right relationship, I think they should encourage the growth process. They should Mm -hmm. be open to going on that journey with us. And if they're not, that might be, again, something to look a little deeper at. What is the underlying layer there? Mm -hmm. What are they afraid of you outgrowing? Yeah, and I can kind of understand that fear. Um, You know, are you afraid that they're going to, like, outgrow you? Are you afraid that, Mm -hmm. you know, there's going to be this shift in, you know, who they are or what they like and they're no longer going to like you or something is going to, like, shift in their personality? So I understand that fear, but I also think that in a good, healthy relationship, you know, you're both going to mature and you're both going to grow and evolve together. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that foundation, that connection that you have, is going to hold you together through that. And mm. not only that, it's going to strengthen it as you grow. Yeah, I really like that. And you had mentioned when you're growing, it's also powerful to share your successes and your failures mm-hmm. together, that that is also a bonding process and that comes with change together. Yeah, again, I think it comes to that communication of, you know, what are your goals? What are your dreams? What are your aspirations? The, the things that you've shared with me of your goals, you know, and when we do our relationship check-in, um, we kind of talk about, you know, how, how can I support you? What goals are you working on now? How can I support you in that? And mm-hmm. instead of it being this, this solo journey of you have to do this on your own, it's how can I help facilitate this? How can I support you in this? And I, I think that's, that's crucial to a good relationship is understanding you want the other person to grow. You want them to, you know, meet these goals, achieve their dreams and help them along the way. Yeah. So I, I think that communication and that striving for and achieving those things is, is crucial. 100% agree. So yes, all that to say, we do think it is possible to grow and evolve together if you're in a relationship that fosters growth and evolution and is rooted in growing together. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. I am curious, Robert, what advice do you think a lot of men would benefit from hearing? Well, to put it simply, to be <laughs> intentional about your relationship. I think a lot of times we get into a relationship and we think, okay, I'm in this relationship. I have, you know, this, this amazing partner. And so now everything from now on is going to be perfect and everything's going to be great. And instead we kind of just, we just let it go. We just let it happen. I think it's more important to be intentional about the relationship. Again, what are your goals for the relationship? Where do you see this relationship going? And then how do you get there? 
Mm. You know, begin with the end in mind and then kind of move from there to where you want to go. Mm. Um, be intentional. Be intentional about it. Being successful. How do you how do you ensure it being successful? How do you ensure this communication or that you're not going to have miscommunications about intimacy or about growth um, or about, you know, any of these other various things that can cause conflict mm -hmm. you know, to be very intentional about what you're doing and the person that you're with. Mm. So, so, yeah, that would be my advice. Be intentional about your relationship. I love that you're a men's coach and a relationship coach in general because mm. you are so meant to do this work and you, you well, have thanks. such a way of conveying things that can feel really overwhelming in a relationship and then you break it down in such a way where you're like, oh, I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> you're very good at that. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. If you're not following Robert on Instagram, he is Starry Coaching, and he's posting amazing content. And in our next episode, our red light, green light, mm -hmm. I'm so excited, we're going to talk about an amazing way that they can work with you if they feel like their relationship is struggling or if they're having a hard time calling in the love of their life. Yeah, so just keep look out for that. Um, if you're interested, start following me on Instagram, uh, Starry Coaching. Um, take a look at the website, starycoaching.com. And you just did a cool giveaway. So if you missed it, I'm sorry. Dang. But maybe another one coming up. Oh, you're so generous. <laughs> uh, well, all this to say, my friends, if you are in a relationship through your intention and through your effort, you can make that relationship so beautiful. If you are looking to find the love of your life or to feel like you have that feeling or you understand that sentiment of when you know, you know. It is within reach, so don't give up hope. You can have the dream. You can have everything you've ever desired. Both of us were cynics <laughs> at yeah. one point in that we didn't believe that yeah. that was necessarily possible. But yeah, here we are. And easier than you think. Hmm. That's, I think, one of the greatest lessons in life. Things can be easy, and the yeah. things that are meant to be just, have an ease. Just stick to it. Be intentional. Don't give up. Don't compromise. And enjoy the process. Oh, yeah. You got to enjoy life. Yeah. <laughs> All right, friends. Thank you so much for joining us. Come find us on Instagram. Say hi. Let us know if you're excited for the red light, green light <laughs> episode. I just feel like that's all I need to name it. Just nothing else. Red light, green light. And we will see all of you next week. Thank you for joining us, beautiful friend. Please share the love with a five-star review, text the episode to a friend, and connect with me on Instagram at Goddess Ceremony. Until next time.